Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope to Hear This podcast. Today I have my good friend James back on. I call him Jim, but um, we honestly had no plan. We just hopped on the podcast and we just had a free-flowing conversation. So it's just one of those, whatever came up, we talked about. But I think a few interesting topics did come up. Um, a few very complicated, very deep stuff that we really had to talk through. Um, but yeah, I would love it if you guys just took a listen and gave us some feedback on what you guys think on these topics. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and I uh, hope you enjoy. I consent. You consent to the recording? Yes. <laughs> thank you. Well, thanks for uh, being on the podcast again, James. You might hold, I think you definitely hold the record for the most appearances on my podcast. So Why so recent? What do you mean? You're just like scraping the bottom of the barrel right now, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nice, nice. No, no, no. no. <clears throat> honestly, honestly, there are, <clears throat> you know, for, for anyone listening who's been, who like is a follower of the podcast, they'll know that I haven't released anything in the last two weeks. And prior to that, there was like another week gap. And I, I don't know. I just don't have much to say these days. And it's odd because of everything happening. I feel like I should. But then it's, it's like a cycle. You know you know what I mean? Like, because I feel like I should have more to say, the fact that I don't have much to say kind of scares me. And there's like this weird pressure. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a pastor, do you, know, do you kind of understand what I'm saying? I only have to talk about the Bible. <laughs> well... Do you ever talk about like the AAP? Yeah, stuff? no, no, I do. I I have addressed racial issues mm. at church, but not a lot of. It's usually w- things that are within our proximity, usually. Because no, yeah. so obviously, like the overseas the March, stuff right now, the March sixteenth. Is it March sixteenth where the the shooting? Oh shit! I forget the date. The spa shooting. I don't remember the date, but we definitely talked about it the weekend of. Yeah. And that's not that far from where you guys are, right? Really close. I I I passed it on the way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's I don't know. I I feel like I've I've talked about it. We have secret lab chairs. Hey. Nice. nice. Sponsor us. Yes. Hello. I have the Batman one. Cloud Nine. They're uh, they're pretty good. <laughs> no, they're, they're pretty good right now. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, man. You know. I don't appreciate you using my podcast to give out free promotions like this. I, I cuz I'm not getting paid for it. Yet. That's how you get that's how you make money. That's how you start making money. No, you're right. No, actually, this is a product that I'll actually vouch for cuz Exactly. My wife got this for me for my birthday and mm-hmm. she knows I'm a huge Batman fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know what? I'm not sure. I don't know if everyone's seen kind of all the posters I have, but if you're watching the video on YouTube, I'm showing my room. And I have all comic book posters in the back. So um, shout outs to my wife. Thank you for getting me this awesome chair. Mm-hmm. It's very comfortable. Hey, do you use this um, this little cushion pillow thing? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sometimes I take it up <clears throat> and it's like, it's oh, really? Pending. I've yeah. never, I don't think I've ever sat in it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. No. It was designed this way. No, but uh, I, I did a lot of research on chairs because mm-hmm. I was trying to, because I used to always be uncomfortable and I, and I play games in my chair. I study in my chair, spend like, you know, four, six, eight, ten 10 hours a day, sometimes in my chair. And I'm always like shifting around. My back is like tight. I never feel any more discomfort. 
no matter how long I sit. And this chair in its price point is unbeatable. Mm. Like you can't get a chair this nice at its price point. No way. You can get like Herman Miller chairs. And that's like, like hundreds of dollars more up to like thousands of dollars more. Wow. Is this, it's the Omega, right? The chair, the Titan? You don't know? (laughs) Mine doesn't say. Yours probably, I don't know. Titan? I think it's the Omega. Omega is the smallest one. Yeah, I think mine's the Omega. Mm -hmm. So yeah, guys, if you guys need a chair, good, nice chair. Mm -hmm. um, I have one. My wife actually has one too. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you, James, for that. Yeah, James is a guys. If you don't know James personally, um, and he, there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but if you yeah. if there's an opportunity to get to know this guy, he's a really nice, kind person. Generous, generous, yeah. Thoughtful, empathetic, sympathetic. Yeah, all of those things. Yeah, thoughtful. <laughs> huh? But, anyway, but, but going back to the reason why I I. I was not scraping the bottom of the barrel asking you to be on the podcast. I don't mm-hmm. want anyone get anyone to get it twisted. It's because you are one of my closest friends and mm-hmm. always you know, available too. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Forever available. Uh-huh. No. Uh, and you know, we always have I enjoy talking to you because I get to process a lot of things just in conversation. Oh, I feel you, the same way. Thanks. Yeah. And you I think you are someone who has the most different perspective like different i don't want to say morals but we have a, a wide range of opinions that differ widely but i oh. right and i mean there are a lot of common ground but there are a lot of things where we kind of are on the opposite sides of the spectrum oh oh amazon yeah amazon yeah, yeah. you think amazon is the savior amazon. of the country amazon is the future of everything no i, I think amazon is what's wrong with capitalism well, it's that's, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so you know this would be interesting if someone from amazon is watching this do they sponsor this podcast or not because you say some good things hey I say any any press is good press right <laughs> yeah you're right you're right does amazon really need to sponsor anybody no you're right if you don't know yeah. what amazon is then where are you <laughs> <laughs> the heck yeah, but I like that we can have civil conversations and that we're still close, even th- despite those things. Um, so any chance I get, James, I've, I've actually been waiting for you. You've been pretty busy these days. I have? Yeah, with uh, like finishing up school. Um, for those oh, of you the guys past who don't, few weeks, yeah. Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, James is a pastor. He's uh, in seminary school, so he's busy. But um, most of the time when I ask him to be on the podcast, he either gives me a future date or says yes he never says no mm. so i appreciate that about you bro oh, thanks <laughs> you know david really doesn't usually say nice things about me so this is i feel funny <laughs> that's weird yeah what's wrong mm. you sick no no <laughs> okay can i be honest yeah i feel Are... like uh, i've been doing this podcast so long and i try to be as nice as possible on this podcast mm-hmm. when i know i'm recording for the for the podcast I, it feels like there's a slightly different persona that that comes out okay yeah sure of course right? and uh-huh. so yeah and so like all the things usually that i suppress i feel like maybe like i i probably filter out nicer things in my everyday life because i'm not like the nicest person always okay but on this podcast, I try to be the nicest version of myself. Oh, so this is fake. No, I don't, I don't want to uh, call it fake. <laughs> See, that's uh-huh. the thing. I, I actually think 
my everyday life is faker. Is fake? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because there's weird. this weird thing about um, if you're like a standoffish person, you seem uh -huh. cooler. I think it's that got into my head early on in life. Like, Are you, you know, like nature. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, probably sometime during then. Like when if I you're guess. like overly nice, you know, like how when um, in high school, people used to use like gayness as like an insult. Sure. Yeah. Like and you're then gay. like, yeah, you're gay. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> and then it was also like if you're too kind or like nice and like oh what are you are you gay have you did you i, ever... don't, I don't remember <laughs> okay, maybe it was just the circles i was in weird okay. i mean and it wasn't like an overt thing it was kind of like a subtle like oh that's he's like too friendly well, well maybe weird. maybe like guy to guy you don't want to be too nice to guys i guess i don't know i don't know. i i don't think that's true though like but there i think there is something about that experience that like seeped into my brain and so there are some things that like I would I would say, oh, that you're really nice, like complimenting someone like or like saying nice things about others. I I do catch myself suppressing some of those instincts sometimes. Um, So I would say interesting. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. And it is, weird. I, don't, I don't know. I think I I mean, ever since I've, I went, I started going to counseling, I think I, I'm not doing it anymore because I feel like I'm in a good place. You're cured. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. I'm not cured. No, no. Yikes. I but it is also to uh, respect the counselor. She's super busy, um, and I think yeah. she has other patients that are more critical state that need to see her more. So I freed up uh, her sessions with me so that other people can go to her and go see her more often. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, all that to say, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Do you not experience any of that where there are things and experiences that have kind of made their way into kind of near the foundations of who you are. And it's like altered you in a way that you don't really realize, but of course we all have that. Mm. Of course we have all been shaped by our experiences. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that weird then. Cause you were like, no, it is weird. <laughs> it is weird. you you hesitate to be nice. That's weird. <clears throat> That's super mm. weird. No, it's not, a, it's not a hesitation. Uh -huh. It's not a, Oh, I need to think twice. It's uh -huh. more of a natural reflex to hesitate. Like to like, I think, oh, that that guy is really good at that. And my natural reflex is to just walk away from it instead of telling him, oh, you're really good at that. Because you're jealous or no, 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 no. It's, uh -huh. again, I think the root is there's a certain projection of myself that I want to maintain. I think you should go see Ginny again. This is something. No, no, no. no I, I, I think I recognized it while talking to her. It was, so it's like something uh, I'm like, I, I feel good about it though. Cause I, I recognize it and I, I am working on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, but, but I've never heard you say anything nice, but good job. No, are you, wait, are you sure though? I talk to you a lot. I feel like, I, uh, I feel like I do. Uh, I do give you your props when needed. The, the reason, the reason recently I haven't said many nice, many nice things. It's because nothing right. Yeah, no, right. it's because <laughs> you I needed to rebuke you a few times. What? You know, like correct your path a little bit. Nah, fam. <laughs> you want to talk about it? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> then that, that's all that needs to be said. If there's <sighs> one party. <laughs> um, Let yeah. me live my life. Okay. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. Go ahead, go ahead. But um, right, yeah, I, I think the podcast did put me back on a more natural path of 
being just like open about giving people their their dues and their credit mm. yeah and so yeah if, if i haven't you know what call me out on it in the future if if i don't do it enough i don't need affirmation but okay yeah okay. I'll, I'll look out for it yeah i think affirmation is good everyone needs it i actually think everyone does need like social like, like positives i guess like mm -hmm. being complimented being told that you are doing something well i think that is like yeah imagine growing up with none of that that's how serial killers are are formed you know mm. yeah but um i want to talk to you about something <clears throat> that because this is our our second take i have no <laughs> idea what he's gonna like he didn't give me any plan <laughs> no agenda he just said you want to talk and i said sure so yeah go ahead thank you thank you this so is... i'm unprepared i couldn't prepare right, go ahead <laughs> um well there are a few things i know that are <sighs> off topic so i'm not going to bring those up but <laughs> <laughs> but okay. okay but um what are your what is your take on alcohol i mean christians because let's uh -huh. be let's be candid one of your one of your little cups there holds uh, something that's not just water. No, it's empty. It's empty now because it's, it's in empty. your stomach. <laughs> Yay! What the? I did not give consent for that information to come out in this public forum. Okay, okay. No, that's crazy. I ask, I ask because I I actually think we're, this is one of those topics we agree on. Um, as a Christian, there's this notion that you shouldn't drink alcohol. Okay. I think, uh, I do yeah. think um, you have to be careful. Um, like anything yeah. in excess is bad, right? I think mm -hmm. getting drunk is bad. I think getting drunk and doing things um, that are not good is also bad, like drunk driving. You know, there's a, a lot of reasons why uh, drinking can be bad. But me personally, when I drink alcohol, I never get drunk. I, I can't remember the last time I got drunk. It might be in my college years when I was much more foolish. Um, but I make it a point not to get to that level because I know that it's bad. Mm -hmm. But again, we are adults. I mean, mm -hmm. we're like in our 30s. Mm -hmm. um, and it might be a little dicey because you're a pastor. But what what are your thoughts on Christians and like social drinking? I'm I'm pretty ch chill about most things. So just the scripture that pops into my head top uh, off the top of my head. Um, don't get drunk like on alcohol, get drunk on the Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. Um, uh, if it, if it causes your brother to stumble, don't do it. Okay. Okay. But then also like, you know, then Peter talks about what goes into your stomach. It doesn't matter. That's not what defiles you. It's what comes you know out of your mouth. Um, Jesus communion, right? There's, you know, lots of mentions of wine and it's different time culture, all that stuff. I get it, but you know, they're drinking back then too. Anyway, <clears throat> well, but, but yeah, I'll finish your thought. Sorry. Well, so generally my, my take is if it's, if you're legally of age, if you do it in moderation, um, I think it's fine. Like general, so that's my like general answer for most things. If, mm -hmm. if, if it's, if it's legal, you do it in moderation. It doesn't like hurt your relationship with the Lord. Um, if it doesn't, I think causing, you have to be cautious too, whether it causes other people to stumble, but that's like challenging, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like me not drinking isn't, it's not going to stop young kids from drinking. Right. Mm -hmm. But I want to show them, oh, you can do it socially. You can do it in moderation. You can do it. Like, I, I, I'd rather be a good example than 
no, I don't do it. You shouldn't do it. I, I, I don't like abstinence never works in anywhere. I mm. like in any arena. So I think um, do it safely, um, do it smart and moderation. I think that's generally what I say about most things. Mm. What about premarital sex? <laughs> Is so, that too dicey? <laughs> we're jumping from subject to subject really quick. Okay. So, okay. Um, Cause no, no, no. So uh -huh. let me just preface that. The reason I, I bring that up because <clears throat> yeah. I, I generally agree with that notion, but the one thing I disagree uh -huh. with, um, is premarital sex. I think uh -huh. abstinence there is like, I think it's good. Yeah. I think if you can, if you are abstinent, it's good. Right. But practically speaking, like things in theory are easy. Huh. Then in practice, it's hard. Like I think religion theoretically is very, very like simple follow Jesus and do what Jesus says, right? Mm -hmm. um, Jesus is the way. But then, like, in practice, living that in your life is extremely challenging. And mm -hmm. I understand there are temptations. Think about premarital. So this is what I tell my students, okay? I know it's going to probably, it's not going to be the best answer, and it's not the greatest answer that most people are going to want. Not most people. Very conservative people are going to. I, I, I say, I, first, I say, you should probably be abstinent. That's my first thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but even outside of spiritual things, like there are so many consequences to it. So if you're going to do it, you better be ready for every freaking consequence that comes mm. with it. Okay. That's one thing. Do it smart and safe. Like if you're really going to, because I can't, I can't, I'm not going to be there with them. Right. Mm. But like, be safe, be as safe as possible. Because if you have an unplanned pregnancy, that will extremely ruin your life. Right. Like, I don't care if your family's like super rich, that's going to affect your life in like a huge catastrophic way that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. So be prepared for every consequence, do it safe. But like, I also tell them it's not just a, a, an emotional thing. It's not just a physical thing. There is a spiritual component to sex, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the Bible is very like, often it talks about sexual morality. Um, like it's, it's less is more generally mm -hmm. the Bible says, right? Um, so that's what the Bible says, but you know, I, I mean, kids are kids, you know, like, like what I, I assume 80, 90% of people don't wait till marriage. So mm. I want them to, cause, um, I, like, I don't know what the numbers are, but if you uh, like schools and high schools that teach just abstinence, it, it leads to just w bad consequences because mm. they're just stupidly doing it then. Mm. And I don't like that. I get it. So, I mean, obviously the preferred thing is abstinence but like if you're in if you're gonna do it anyways you want to give them all the information so that they can do it as safely Absolutely. as possible right? yeah <clears throat> yeah i get it but i do want to stress um the part about uh there being a spiritual component of sex mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. so true and i think yeah. that's one thing kids don't realize they just mm -hmm. think oh this is this is just gonna be and i mean let, let's not even downplay the emotional baggage and and, and the emotional consequence of having sex, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's just there's so, so many consequences. Much, yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. So much. Yeah, so much more involved than people realize. Mm. So if you're gonna do it, like, be ready. I hope you actually thought it through because mm. it's it's a big decision. Mm. Yeah. Well, what about like robbery? Do you tell? Oh, them, we're just like... going from different things. <laughs> no, no, no. Because uh, then like, that's a that's really good advice, right? But just to I'm just thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah. well, does this apply to robbery? I mean, don't steal. Yeah, probably don't steal. But but is it going to be like don't steal, or is it going to be like, but you know, if you're so tempted and you must steal, 
then you know do it this way make sure you wear a glove so you don't leave any <laughs> fingerprints you know like you know what i mean like um i think well first it's not a legal thing having sex is legal <laughs> it depends no it depends like especially uh -huh. if they're teenagers like <laughs> Well, again age? yeah do it when it's legal like if you're gonna do anything do it when it's supposed to robbery you should probably never do it because that's mm. never legal mm. but there's you know like moral gray like oh do you steal to help your family something like i don't know just mm. no you probably shouldn't steal anyways but yeah god god will understand maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah you see him i don't know we'll see i guess <laughs> i'm not yeah, god see, those those are the things i think if you get let yourself get lost in those things, it, it becomes extremely difficult to be a Christian. Yeah. But when you see the gospel as supreme, and like if you focus on the gospel, I feel like things are much simpler, much easier. As a no, Christian. of course, yeah, I actually so I don't agree with here are all the rules, follow these rules because that's that's how most churches, most like everybody, this is how people we teach our kids like just follow all these rules, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I think we need to start like making way for people to encounter Jesus because all that other stuff, it comes like, um, like it's a byproduct, mm. you knowing who Jesus is, good decisions are a byproduct. Mm. Generally, the more you know, Jesus, the more I really do think you're going to make good decisions, you're gonna be burdened to make better decisions. And yeah, but we focus on the decisions and not the guy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, relationship. So I just wanted to point that out to anyone listening who might not be a Christian. I think, um, yeah, some people get turned off from Christianity because they think it's just a, a set of rules that you need to follow, but it's, it's really not, it really shouldn't be. Um, that's, that should really just be something that ha happens as a byproduct, something that you strive yeah. for, yeah. but there's like an actual main goal here, which is to mm -hmm. follow Jesus. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. Thanks for, uh, uh, that's like, there's so much like sermon material there, huh? <clears throat> You're welcome. This should cover you for like the next three weeks. I feel like no, we're in the if book you... of, uh, we're in first Samuel. I don't need any, any, oh, <laughs> I don't okay. need any. Oh, really? I'm, I'm reading through first Samuel right now. That's, oh, that's cool. That's interesting. We're rereading, uh, the story of King David to see that he was actually a crappier person than we remember, mm. but the, his, the thing that makes him really unique and special is yes, he did really crappy things. Like um, uh, he was selfish. He was spoiled. Um, uh, he, he was kind of a gangster. Mm. He, he like was always after like, we, we always play it off. Like, Oh, he, he was just sort of there and everything happened. No, I think he was definitely behind the scenes trying to get Saul's job. Like mm. he wanted to be King. Right. Um, I think his brothers hated him because there's probably good reason, right? Yes. It was jealousy, but I do think, if your brothers really dislike you that much, there's legitimate reasons. But anyway, all that to say, his redeeming quality, even though he was a rapist and all this stuff, is that he believed that God was real. And he was often able to say, you know what, I messed up and I got to do better. Mm. And I think that that's really special and rare. And, and, of, uh, and I just, yeah, I want to be, I want David to be more relatable. Because yeah. he definitely wasn't a perfect person. But I, I, I think we often ask the church, raise him up on this pedestal. Hmm. which he deserves to be yes or no, I guess. But yeah. anyway, I, I think in even the fact that God himself, knowing David's heart, I mean, not, I guess, mm -hmm. yeah, knowing David's heart and all the crappy things he did yeah. still called him a man after his own heart. Or did he call him a righteous man? Was it? Is that right? Did he call, is it David who called him? 
I don't think he was right. I don't think it was. I think it's the other one, the man after God's own heart. I think yeah. that's David. Okay. Yeah, up and down though. Yeah, extreme, <clears throat> both extremes for sure. Yeah, yeah. But you know, this that actually makes me want to ask you a question or talk about a topic that you actually said you didn't want to talk about. Um, okay. That, that text <laughs> message I sent. Um, can we talk about that? The text message you sent. Which one? The remember? Um, it was to you and Juni. I talked about. Uh, I asked, hey, what about we can try? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was so that's a very big topic, very complex. And uh, I, I again had no time to prepare, but yeah, sure. <laughs> well, let, let me happen. just throw it out there as a primer. We can kind of briefly discuss it, but um, we, you can go back and, and think about it some more and then we can do a I mean, kind of so formal I, episode on it later. I can easily say my thoughts about it now without fully thinking it through because uh -huh. I have thought about it, but I haven't like thought it through thoroughly okay anyway go ahead okay so basically the question is how much grace as a society do we give to the villains of our of our culture right okay so and the reason i got reminded of it is because what um james was saying david did some really bad stuff i mean the kind of the thing that kind of made, made him fall from grace, I guess, or no, I don't want to say that the, the reason his kingdom like fell apart, the big sin that like led to his kingdom falling apart was um, he basically like saw a girl. He, he, he thought she was pretty, found out she was married and also found out that her husband was a soldier in his army. So he sent him to the front line of a battle and then told everyone else to pull back literally just oh no no actually well he first of all he, he uh had an affair with this lady and impregnated her and because he didn't want to deal with the fallout of it i want to talk about that real quick a lot of people yeah. think it was consensual it couldn't have been like mm. because um like the the language in the hebrew is very it's it doesn't say it explicitly but it's heavily implied anybody who like understood the original Hebrew, they read it. They're like, "Oh, like it, this is really dark." Like the like author, he, he meant to. Yeah, mm. it, it's rape because, um, like the the language of uh, he sent his men to go get her. That's it's not good. Oh. Okay, that's there, but because he was king, like she literally had zero choice, no consent. Mm. Okay, so even if she like wanted to, doesn't matter. At mm. the very minimum, it was unconsensual, non-consensual. Anyway. Um, well, regardless of cons consent, it was going to happen, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> no choice. David did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he basically with that new information, he basically raped Bathsheba, right? That was her name mm -hmm. and then got her pregnant and to kind of try to cover up mm -hmm. his wrongdoing. Oh, yeah. He like sent the soldier to his wife saying, hey, like, go like have uh, spend some time with your wife. And have, like sleep with her because you're gonna go into battle tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. And then sent sent him out into battle. So like he like that was like the whole cover up thing. So like think about any political figure doing that today, that person would be canceled, forever canceled, right? It, it would be canceled and no redemption at all, right? Um, and so like especially now, especially now. So the question I want to ask is, but David is a highly revered figure in Christianity. Um, my my own name is after this guy, King David, right? So 
how does that like i wonder as a society today are are we how much grace should we show the villains of our of our society and, and just to give an example of a villain like someone that disgusts me to no end is brock turner the guy who that's his name right i'm getting i'm getting his wrong no i'm pretty sure it's, it's his name he basically raped a girl um outside and like behind a dumpster he got caught and the judge gave him like six oh, months the, cop, the frat guy yeah 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 and like he got that was a while ago crazy light sentence because the um the judge was like well i don't want to ruin his potential right what about something recent like uh derek chauvin but he got he got convicted but like should we but the should society extend him grace yeah he got punished for it but you know well so like the we're talking about grace like is that like our our um impression or like our, our view the way we look at him or actually being punished or not now the way that we look at him is okay. what i'm talking about because okay. and, and i think derek chauvin like it's a little bit like it doesn't elicit as much disgust in me just because i, I feel like at least in terms of justice like the okay. way that our justice system is built like you know he was convicted right did he get sentenced yet i think so are, are they trying to like I thought the last time I heard they were trying to give like give him like a harsher sentence, maybe. Oh yeah, no, they they did an appeal or something like that to give him a harsher sentence. Okay. And and so yeah, like and I don't know. We got I, him. I mean, but both for both of those guys, right? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's I think for those both of those people, as a society, if one day they do like they show genuine remorse and say, like, I was terribly wrong, I'm so sorry, like do what level of grace do you think our society to show our society should show these guys i have to answer now <laughs> uh any thoughts yeah a lot actually i think i was i just took a shower i think um i was thinking about this in the shower it's something i, I said it already like things are super simple in theory hmm. but extremely difficult in practice uh, in theory, we should forgive everybody because mm. Jesus forgave us. Like, see, we often disassociate ourselves from people like that. Like, oh, look at that crappy, you know, um, SOB, right? But then the reality of what the Bible says is that you and him and I are the same. Mm. Like that frat boy who raped that girl, like uh, in the level of, so from God's perspective, like we are all sinners. We have all fallen short. There aren't worse sinners than others, right? Mm technically um so i think we need to see like that i mean so i don't want us to point fingers at those kind of people and say look i'm over here i'm i'm a good person they're bad people we should punish those bad people when the reality is god god should have i mean he could have let us all be punished the same okay mm -hmm. so uh god forgave everybody so we should also forgive everybody that's easy to say but then enacting that in practice is tough because we're people, right? We have yeah. feelings. Well, and, uh -huh. not only that, right? Not only the emotional barrier <clears throat> to forgiving these people, but societally, is it the right thing to do for, like, is it the best thing to do for our society to shun oh, these to people forever or to kind of just say, okay, like you're sorry about it. So we'll I'm let, sure, you know. I'm sure like emotionally, not emo but psychologically, emotionally as a society, I'm sure like, letting go of things instead of always being angry i'm sure that's generally better like and healthier mm. are we, are, is that what you're talking about well not, not only that not only that but 
sure, generally speaking, that might be healthier, but I have to think about the victim, right? Like, mm. so if, with, with the Derek Chauvin case, if one day Derek Chauvin kind of gets forgiven, and I, I advocate for forgiveness. So th this is why, like, I'm having the question, like, I'm asking the questions because I'm, I genuinely want to explore it, right? Um, but if one day he were forgiven and he kind of just got reintroduced into society as like a no normal member, I wonder how George Floyd's family would feel about that. Like, would they feel betrayed? Or, or like with the Brock Turner case, the, the, the girl that he raped, like, how would she feel about him being reintroduced into society as just like a normal member? And yeah. Um, I think we as Christians, at least, uh, if we really believe in Jesus, we really believe in eternity. We really believe in like God's divine justice. I think our part generally, no, always like, it's not generally, we should, um, like, uh, reach for forgiveness first, like reach, reach for grace. Uh, cause, cause if you truly understand what you've been forgiven of, but again, like that's, that's all theory too. If, for example, like, I don't know why I think about this most. So if I was a father mm. and somebody really hurt my daughter or something like that, right? No, I'll kill him. hundred mm. percent. Is that right? Probably not in a divine sense, but will I feel much better? Yes, I will feel much better. Uh -huh. So I feel like your example there was kind of really different from what you were trying to say. It's wrong, though. It's wrong. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah. It's wrong. Uh -huh. I, you know, the Flash in an episode of Justice League once said it, you know what my grandma always said? Um, if everybody does eye for an eye, then after a while, nobody has eyes, something like that, yeah. which is an uh, eye for an eye turns the whole world blind, blind, something like that. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. But that, I mean, that's true. Like we, yeah, we, especially as Christians, uh, if we understand what we've been forgiven of, then we should be inclined to extend forgiveness to anyone hmm. that includes, um, rapists and murderers like the, the extreme, cause like the it's not go and share the gospel of Jesus with people you like. It's never mm. that. It's mm. not, you know the story of um, the Good Samaritan, right? That story. It's go and fight for your enemies. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like imagine what that means. It's not go fight for David Shin, your friend who you talk to regularly. It's go to the person you hate the most mm. that you have legitimate reason to hate. And then help that person like an above ex, and maybe. beyond. No. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. No. What, what, what do you want me to do? No, no, no. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. <laughs> no. So. You're right. No, I'm sorry. Right. I don't consider nobody my enemy right now. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not even just like, so the Good Samaritan, right? He, um, just for the, uh, for the sake of um, argument, I want to uh, extrapolate, explain. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so like the Good Samaritan, he he paid. We we know he paid money. Um, he like he so he saw this. Uh, so he was a what's a Samaritan, right? Samaritan, not not Samaritan. What was he? Yes, Samaritan. Samaritan. Samaritan the people that hates the Jews. Uh huh. Or they okay. just the Jews hate the Samaritans, right? Yeah. yeah. So the Jews hate the Samaritans because uh, like uh, Korea and Japan, bad blood, bad history. Yeah. You know, different cultures, right? Something like that. 
So um, the Samaritan was in Jewish territory. So not only did he pay for this person who hates his guts, not only did he bandage him up, even though his own people passed by this man dying on the side of the road, he picks him up, takes him to a place, pays for his safety and care for many weeks, which is, you know, that's, that, that's very expensive. But for him too, uh, it was in a place that was dangerous. Not only was he in Jewish territory, but the road from wherever to Jericho, whatever that road that the, Samar- uh, the, the person was like dying on, it was um, known to be like a shady kind of place. So this good Samaritan not only put his time on the line, put his finances on the line, but he put his safety on the line mm-hmm. for, for his enemy. That's how far the Bible tells us to go for, for like our enemies, mm-hmm. to go above and beyond, widely above our expectation. And how, like that is what we're called to live out in our lives today at mm-hmm. least uh, as Christians, right? If you're, if you don't know Jesus, then yeah, I don't know, go, go ahead, do whatever you're really tells you. But like, especially us who say that Jesus is real, he's alive and he died for our sins on the cross, then that's the burden, that's the responsibility. And I don't know, like, again, that's so easy to say and, and you know, talk about in theory. But yeah, super tough. I understand yeah. that. I understand it's super, super tough. Yeah, and I, I do want to say personally, I know it, right? In my head, I know like everything you say and I understand it, but the personal um, experience that like when I think about, I want to reject that, that teaching is like with Japan and Korea, like you, you brought it up, right? Japan and Korea. um, I mean, you read about some of the things that Japan did to Korea. It's, it's terrible. Um, And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it wasn't even that long ago. Um, it's our grandparents' age people yeah. in Korea early who were affected 1900, by like 1930s, early yeah. 1900s. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's like I, I I find it hard to just be able to say, oh, I just forgive them. Yeah, um, it is hard. Yeah, and, and especially if um, so. Another hot take. I'm gonna give another hot take. Uh-huh. Kobe Bryant, right? He beloved figure, um, mur- murals of him all around. And he inspired millions of people, right? But I, I don't know how what it, how it turned out. But at, at one point in his career, he did have a um, court case going on. Sexual assault allegations. Yes. I, 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 don't, I genuinely don't know what happened to that. But for the sake of argument, if he actually did rape someone, I wonder how that person feels right now living in a world that um, puts Kobe Bryant on a pedestal. And like, whenever his name is mentioned, it's like, um, like really good feelings and everyone like almost like universal adoration, right? In I this love hy- Kobe. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I miss Kobe. In, in this hypothetical scenario, um, because I can't say with certainty if there is someone like that out there or not, but in this scenario, like, do we as a society have some sort of responsibility for these people and their feelings? Because honestly, that's how I feel sometimes. That's how I feel about Japan and Korea. Um, not not so much these days, but when I was younger in, in elementary school, like everyone thought Japan was like the cool Asians, right? Japanese people were the cool Asians. They were making really? PlayStations. Korea was like just kind of mediocre. Yeah. Japan was making all the technological advances. If you had like a Japanese TV, you were rich and like awesome. Um, so... 
I mean, not to say that those are two of the same scenarios, but yeah, I don't know. Any thoughts on that? It's a really complicated, complicated thing, but. Um, it, I, so I'm thinking about like guilty and innocent. I, I, I can't remember exactly how it was resolved. I'm just going to assume because this is what my knee jerk reaction is, hmm. that it was settled out of court. That's just what I'm going to assume because that's how you know, rich people do whatever, right? I kind of feel like I heard that too. Again, I don't yeah. know, but yeah, that sounds so, right to me. It doesn't matter if he was innocent or guilty, okay? Um, mm. Do feelings matter? Yeah, I think feelings definitely matter. Uh, oh, man, that's tough. I like Kobe. <laughs> yeah, a I lot like of Kobe people do. Lot. Yeah, I, I like Kobe. I mean, I wasn't a huge basketball fan, but yeah. I really, as a father of a daughter, I see his relationship with his daughter. Um, and man, like... I'm a total girl dad too, so mm. I, I I don't have any negative feelings towards him either. I'm just but kind of exploring, yeah, these if, thoughts. Yeah, if I was the girl and I was affected negatively by that this person, it probably doesn't feel good. Um, so I I, I didn't really think about that because you know what, a lot, lot of people. I'm taking my allergy medicine. <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. Yeah. Oh, that, that might, I have to do two things because it's midnight. Oh, what else do you have to do? It's uh it's a it's Aaron's birthday. Oh. I I announce all birthdays on my on our Discord. Oh yeah, yeah, that's another awesome thing that you do. In that Discord community you, you like foster right now. Yeah, you do a really good job. But whose Thanks. birthday is it? Uh Aaron's. Aaron. Well, happy birthday, Aaron. Um, make sure to go check out her stream if you guys have a chance. <laughs> yeah, twitch.tv slash the R-A-N-C-H-H-H, the ranch. How many H's? Three H's. Huh. Go ask her why, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a condiment. Well, but anyways. Happy birthday. Um, but, but, uh -huh. Yeah, so like I, I actually haven't really thought about that person's perspective because, you know, uh, as a, even as a gross man, like a misogynistic man, and especially because mm -hmm. that narrative is out there. Oh, she just said that stuff like it was consensual, but she just said that stuff to get some money, which is super gross. Right. But mm -hmm. I, I do sometimes think that way, which is we have to cut that, you know, doesn't that's just stupid. And I mean, even if it's true, like that's not what our knee jerk reaction should be. Right. Because mm -hmm. like uh, a recent one, Sinatra, you probably don't know who Sinatra is, but he's a. He's a professional gamer for um, uh, like probably the number one, whoops, the number one team uh, in Valorant right now. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, he got suspended because his ex-girlfriend came out with like pages and pages of documentation, text messages and stuff of how he like sexually abused her for a wow. long, long, long time. Hmm. And he he actually just started to stream again and he might actually just come back to pro play again. Like his life was affected for a little while, but a lot of people were like, Oh, you know, that, that girl is just, you know, trying to mess up his life and she's just jealous and you know, all that stuff like that, that even if it is true, I think that's just so toxic, yeah. misogynistic and dangerous. Uh, so all that's to say, I didn't really think about too much about that. The Kobe's, you know, maybe victims feelings, um, especially because I really like Kobe like Kobe that was such a small blip in a huge career like 20 yeah. plus 20 some 20 years in the NBA um, I remember as as far back as I can remember watching basketball Kobe was there like Kobe was 
you know, playing. He won five rings. He was with Shaq. He uh, beat the Spurs sometimes. Like I, I remember a lot of really exciting basketball because of Kobe. And um, if you hear him in interviews too, like he seems like a very respectable, someone you can look up to kind of person. Cause he had, he, he, so like uh, uh, he, he used to wake up at like two or 3 AM or something to work out. Then he would go have breakfast with his family. Then he would go work out again. Like he would work out three, four times a day. And then a, a recent YouTube clip I saw, he was like, some people will wake up at noon, work out once, have, have, have a meal, work out again. He's like, I would work out three, four or five times a day. And that's why over the course of 20 years, that's why I'm that much better than you. Mm. that sort of work ethic blows my mind and um he was also a good dad right yeah. he another thing he said he was like it's not fair to my family if i spend all day playing basketball and i get home and i'm tired mm. like if i give them my leftovers and that's not fair to my family so he was a great basketball player he was is one of the greatest basketball players of all time he had that sort of crazy mentality and work ethic and he like deeply considered and cared about his family. I don't think there aren't a lot of people like that, hmm. but all that's to say, like, I admire him so great. And which, which made me forget about the, the person that he affected negatively. Hmm. Um, what's the right answer? I don't know what the right answer is. Like we should probably care about both people equally at least, mm-hmm. but I definitely don't. Hmm. So I don't even know that person's name. I just know something happened between him and some person at like some random hotel that's that's literally all I know. But I know so much more about Kobe, so much more respect for Kobe. And that sucks because, you know, all that is because he's a celebrity who plays basketball really well. Yeah. So then that that is kind of the crux of the question that's been in my mind for a long time is mm-hmm. this whole notion of like canceling people, right? Mm-hmm. It, it really just depends on how well we know these people, right? What? Can so, like, cancel somebody who's not well known. Well, can you cancel? Well, like, when I say when I talk about canceling, I, I take a, I talk about like canceling someone's life, right? Because there are people who are not celebrities who do something stupid online, and they end up losing their jobs, their marriage falls apart, mm-hmm. and like all these kind of like negative things happen to them, right? Actually, so, I think like, about this. There's this lawyer in New York, yeah. like, you know, um, he was a lawyer. He was very successful, but he went into this restaurant. And he was angry that the workers behind the counter were speaking Spanish. Hmm. And for some reason, he blew up and he was like, you know, what? I'm calling ice on you. I'm going to call ice on you. Hmm. And um, it's so funny because people went on. uh, People went on like Yelp and Google reviews to crash his law practice. They all like hundreds and thousands of people gave him like one star review. Sorry, my brother-in-law is here and he's going to bother me. Hold on. It's okay. No, no worries. I like it. First time. This is a, this is the first time um, on this podcast where a guest um, left the seat to go talk to someone else. So right. I knew my brother. So my brother-in-law is sleeping it. here because he uh-huh. uh, he like uh, hung out at his friend's house, mm-hmm. and I guess he drank too much, and they're like in in the neighborhood. But anyway, no. he's here. He's gonna sleep in the living room. No. But he likes to bother me when he's uh, drinking. No, no worries. He's not a good example of moderation. Anyways, <laughs> hey. um, yikes. So yeah, this this uh, lawyer who got canceled, his law practice crashed. I don't know what happened to him now, but uh, also yeah. like, uh, also um, other uh, other videos surfaced of him being at like racist rallies. Mm. So he deserves it. He deserves to be canceled. But I don't think everyone 
should be canceled so quickly. Yeah. But he, yeah. I mean, deserved, right? But he, I think he deserved it. So uh, let's say that he, these videos of him being at ice ra or racist rallies didn't surface. Let's say that um, this guy was actually genuinely like a misunderstanding. A nice yeah. yeah, and he just had like a some sort of terrible day, and for yeah. whatever reason, I mean, it's not a good look, right? But like, yeah. let's yeah, he, like something happened. But you know, can we do as a society rush to judgment? I think way more now than before the internet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. You know, okay, so um, LeBron James. So mm -hmm. remember that thing that happened? The police who stabbed or shot that girl who was like who was trying to stab somebody. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the police officer, was it right or wrong? I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. Like for me, which, okay. So it's hard for me to judge a police's job because uh, as a police officer, you're just like me. Like if I was put in that situation, I'd be scared too. Mm -hmm. uh, I I'd want to do the safest thing. I don't want to get hurt. Like, I don't want to risk myself getting stabbed. Right. But he shot the girl, I think to pre prevent the stabbing. Mm -hmm. And I think he was uh, generally like, generally people are like, oh, that was probably one of the right you know rightest things to do yeah lebron james goes on twitter finds his picture and says it's time to cancel this guy now like just like we did to derek chauvin it's uh -huh. time to do he he eventually pulled that tweet down but like that's we shouldn't have that sort of reaction ever yeah. right yeah that's yeah. dangerous yeah but uh, you know, yeah exactly exactly and and when now that like celebrities are involved in all these things like even though LeBron James put that, brought that tweet down, probably mil millions of people saw it, right? And were influenced by it. We're influenced by it. And people who really look up to it and insp are inspired by him, mm -hmm. they probably felt inspired to cancel this cop, right? But again, like, do you know anything about this cop? Is he, was it a he or she? I don't even know the gender. I think it was a guy. It was a guy. Like, I remember seeing the picture. It was some mm -hmm. dude. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, like, they did. Did the investigation and found out oh you know like he that's he followed protocol like what else is he supposed to fight somebody with a knife yeah you could mm -hmm. if you really wanted to but yeah i think but I, I remember the situation being it wasn't that he himself was in danger of getting stabbed it was another girl yeah, in danger he was pre he prevented someone else from getting hurt yeah. and i think you're allowed to use whatever force necessary for that yeah. in that situation yeah. to either um protect yourself or protect somebody else mm -hmm. which i agree with and you know, you know what's crazy? There were some people on uh, mainstream media, kind of the on the more progressive side, saying the cops should have fired warning shots into the air. Did you hear this? I'm sure. I'm sure. But that's unfair too. Like you have to react in a second, couple of seconds. Well, not only that, but shooting your gun into the air is extremely dangerous. <sighs> so here's the thing. Let's just let's just think about physics right anything that <laughs> anything that goes up at that velocity and speed is going to come uh -huh. down at the same velocity and speed sure uh-huh it <laughs> so, could be if it hits somebody yeah but you know what are the chances right so what that chances i mean just wild just aimlessly uh -huh. shooting your gun in the air is never uh -huh. a good idea it's 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 probably illegal i don't think you're allowed it to is just a, do that oh so you're you probably, I mean, you probably shouldn't. Sh so you're not allowed to shoot your gun within 50 yards of like residential areas. Mm. And it was so. in a neighborhood. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. It yeah. most likely would have gone into someone's, gone through someone's roof, at least, or at landed least. in someone's backyard harmlessly, or right? landed on top of someone's skull. Who knows? I think, I think, I think mathematically, right? Just mm -hmm. thinking about it, 
there's more land than people. So sure. 30%, 20% chance it hits a person, not 10, 10 or 15. That's reasonable. <laughs> oh, no, to uh-huh. take that chance to, I don't know. I, I, I don't think you're allowed to as a cop um, do that. I mean, there's so, so again, like there's a lot of, oh, what if he used his stun gun instead? What if he just like tackled? It was a girl, right? It was yeah, someone yeah. he could have probably, like a young girl, he probably could have overpowered her. Mm-hmm. I think my brother in law's knocking out my door and just getting for a while and hopefully it goes away. <laughs> Like, yeah, sure, there are many ways to de-escalate the situation, but maybe if he hesitated, someone gets stabbed and dies. Uh-huh, that uh-huh. sucks too, yeah. right? So, um, like, I think we have to be, like, sure, we should criticize the police because they are public figures, right? And uh-huh. they're public defenders. Um, they're supposed to serve the public. But, man, like, you try being in that situation. Like, you're scared. Um, everyone's yelling. There's so much commotion. Like, no okay so also too like i i will i so i was in the military for a little while yeah. i was in the boot, I, boot camp and some minor like um you know like a uh, go kill people training right <laughs> um like i spent many many months doing that just being trained right mm-hmm. to go you know in case of something bad happens police don't get that much training like you have to regularly be trained to deal with stressful environments and that it just you know yeah yeah it's it's not easy that's not an easy thing yeah and i i guarantee anybody else in that situation probably would have made a lot of mistakes too yeah and, and but I, yeah I, I think the point though here is that the immediate reaction of let's cancel this guy even before an investigation was done or like all the details were known or considered I yeah. think that's really dangerous. Uh, yeah. It's so hard to judge someone someone else. Like, unless you're a police officer yourself, hmm. like you can't judge that person's actions or, you know, because you haven't walked a mile in that person's shoes. Hmm. And that's that. So again, yes, they should be carefully, you know, examined and observed, mm-hmm. but don't just jump to conclusions so quickly because you don't, you have no idea what the job entails. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's it's uh, approaching an hour. Um, thanks Already? for this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Did we start okay. at like eleven? I don't know. Sure, cool. Uh, well, thanks, thanks so much for uh, taking the time today, James. Uh, any last thoughts before we close out on this really impromptu and kind of all over the place podcast? I don't know. I hope it was okay. <laughs> I thought it was great. Um, That's good. Again, yeah. thank you, thank you so much. Um, anything you want to talk? Anything you want to plug or talk about? Anything? twitch.tv slash apologetics with a k a-p-o-l-o-g-e-t-i-k-s have you been streaming recently i feel i'm gonna so i'm gonna start streaming every monday because i'm gonna reserve mondays for my rest day that's that's like my weekend monday so i'm gonna wake up early and just start doing stuff (laughs) i don't know I'm not awesome. really sure what's going to happen. But yeah, yeah and see. if you guys, um, and just uh, another additional plug, if you guys have Amazon Prime, you can actually connect that to your Twitch account mm-hmm. and you can sub to James's channel. Every month for free. Every month for free. So you're... But what, uh-huh. $2.50 from every sub. Yeah, that costs you nothing. Nothing. Yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, it's built into your price. Honestly, are you even my friend? Wait, <laughs> when's the last time you subbed to me? Me? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. Yep. Yikes! It's because you haven't streamed in a while. Sure, you can still sub when I'm offline, but whatever. That's okay. Cool. I didn't know that, so that's that's good to know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, um, yeah, anyone listening who wants to support a a pastor who's uh 
doing just really interesting things. Um, is it, if you guys I do my best, of, yeah, and I make no money anywhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just throw him a bone, guys. No. <laughs> that makes me sound like a dog. Okay. Um. So yeah, please make sure to do that. Um. Yeah, because I did we we've kind of we've talked in depth about kind of your heart behind the grace gaming community right yeah so we actually have a valent tournament coming up the registration will oh, yeah. be next that. week or two weeks from now but uh like so valorant is a game it's 5v5 so we uh get registrations like people who want to participate from all over the community last time we had like at least four teams mm -hmm. yeah and it was uh, that it was our first time ever like i'm surprised anybody wanted to play but anyway uh, we gather people from all like all across the church community, the Korean church community in Georgia, and we put them like randomly into skill level based teams. So so uh, you, it's not like, oh, these are my friends and I'm going to play with my friends and I'm going to go own these people with my friends. It's you meet new people, uh, you meet like uh, maybe strangers from the community who are passionate about gaming. And we're trying to build this thing, a community that's not toxic. Yeah. that that tries to edify one another because gaming generally it's not the most positive place but through the discord community through even just when i play games i try to be really really positive because um we're called to be lights in lots of places and i've experienced so much darkness and okay so another thing too like ladies especially have to deal with so much crud from misogynistic guys on games because there's no filter they can say whatever they want but all that's to say like we're trying to create a safe um uh like an encouraging place online uh through games yeah. so uh if you know anybody who wants to be a part of our discord server please uh refer them to us because we love we just uh, there's no it's just whoever wants to come like as long as someone vouches for you just come play games with us and uh yeah let's let's be like good people online yeah, yeah. that's it that's great yeah again anyone who knows anything about online gaming because there's this like anon anonymity like people just the worst sides of them come out sometimes so um, yeah i really like what you're doing with uh with your discord channel and uh what you do with your stream um and you know help supporting the stream will support the community so yeah let's do that well again james thanks so much for taking the time and um well, i guess we'll talk next time i guess yeah we'll probably talk, talk right now there. <laughs> yeah <laughs> anytime anytime <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and I uh, hope you have a good day. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a good <laughs> night. <laughs>